And when that time is nearing, and I'm going to sleep beneath the sod, amen, I'll be able to say I was glad I went along with God. Amen. Hidden with him. Looking unto him. He is our strength. He's our salvation. He's our high tower. Amen. Skip to verse number six. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry became before him, even into his ears. Then the earth shook. All right, then God got some things to move in. God got some things working in your favor because you cried unto God. The earth shook and it trembled. The what else? The foundations also of the hills moved and were shaken because he was wrong. All right, skip down if you will. Amen. I won't wear you. He, uh, amen. God brought him out. I'll go over here to, let's start at verse number 26. With the pure, thou wilt show thyself pure, and with the forward, thou wilt show thyself forward. For thou wilt save the afflicted people, but wilt bring down high looks. All right. For thou wilt light my candle, the Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. That's what we've been seeing this week. God shows us the high points. And he's showing us the low points. Amen. He enlightens where we're ignorant. Saints don't will, we don't willfully see him. We don't do nothing wrong. We just know it's wrong with old rebellious spirit. But God can enlighten us. He can show us some things where we're ignorant. He can show us some uh, moving up room. I've seen it in this camp meeting for my own self. I can move up a little bit in some areas. Amen. I'm not ashamed to say it. We need help from God. Every one of us need help from God. Amen. He said, I'll enlighten your darkness. Read it, 29. For by thee I have run through a troop. Amen. And by my God have I leaped over a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. God, if you'll allow him to be, he'll gird you where you're weak. Gird up the loins of your mind, weak place of the mind. Amen. Gird up those weak places. And that's getting along with God. Amen. That's going in for the grace and the strength that we stand in need of. Amen. He'll gird us. Amen. Be a shield, as it were, and a buckler unto us if we put our trust in him. 31. For who is God, save the Lord? Or who is a rock, save our God? It is God that girdeth me with strength and maketh my way perfect. It's God that gives me the strength that I need. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Amen. He girdeth me with strength. And he does it continually. In returning and rest shall we be saved. And in quietness and confidence is our strength. Amen. So we continually go before him. He'll continue to strengthen us. He'll continue to make our way perfect and give us feet like hinds, feet jubilant, quick to obey God, not dragging. How do you parents do when you tell your child to do something? And they're doing it grudgingly, and they're dragging. Before it's over with, wow, move, boy. You better move. We dragging your feet. Lord help. You give them a little assistance, don't you? Sometimes God take that chastening rod on us. Yeah. Amen. Move. I mean move. Sometimes he'll use this ministry. It might come down like a rain, nice and gentle. Then, amen, if you won't move with the rain, come on now. He'll come with the hell balls. And if you don't move with the hell balls, he's going to come with the fire. We better move when God tells us to move. 
dragging our feet. Now, I, I, I'll grant you this. Some things are a little harder to, to move. Jesus, we got the example. He prayed three times the same prayer. So when I see I'm, I'm struggling with something, amen, don't always be struggling. I'm going through. Well, go on through. I'm going through. That's it. Go on through. These are they that came out of great tribulation. Washed their robes. Made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Some people hardly ever nail anything down. I mean, I mean, all the years they've been around the message, they're still going through. I'm still trying to make it. Lord Jesus, help us. Jesus, amen, said it's finished. So we can make it. Just a little further, much more we can say. But amen, we trust that it has been encouragement to us. Thou has enlarged my steps under me, and my feet did not slip. We are kept by the power of God through faith, ready to be revealed in the last time. There's so many beautiful scriptures. Amen. How that he'll hold us with the right hand of his righteousness. Amen. How that when we come through fire, we come through water, God will bring us out to a wealthier place. These trials are not sent, amen, to bring us down there to build us up. Amen. They're to strengthen us in the inner man. Aren't you glad for the comfort of the Holy Spirit? Jesus knew that in the world we were going to have tribulation. He said, but you be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. He realized he was going to go away. He said, I'm going to send you another comforter. God not only strengthens us, but if, you know what, saints? If God didn't comfort us, we couldn't make it. We could not make it. Amen. So he comforted us in all of our tribulations. I want to encourage you today. God is touched with what you're going through. Jesus was tempted in all points like as we, yet without sin. If the devil can plant the thought that God don't really understand, he's, or the ministry, they just don't know. Amen. Nobody knows the troubles I've seen. Oh, nobody but Jesus. Come on. The Bible says it's common temptation. Common trials. Same afflictions are accomplishing your brethren in the world. Pastor, you just don't understand my case. Oh, yeah, it's different. Cut a little slack for me. That's what they're saying. Amen. We love you. Oh, we love you. Amen. And it's touching. Sometimes in our humanity, it's very hard to put out a judgment or give some counsel. We would, we would want to say it differently. We would want to do it differently. I've seen people, I mean, boo-hooing. I mean, just crying. Amen. I said, uh, here, sister, here's Kleenex. Obey the counsel. <laughs> Amen. Obey the counsel. See, some of them like children. Oh, they know how to cry for you to stop the ride. I mean, crocodile tears. Mama, I won't do it no more, mama. And you still don't feel that they're broken. Come on now. You're not trying to crush that person, but you're trying to break that disobedient spirit. And you will know, Sister Storch, when that rod is applied just right. Amen. And they'll love you for it. Amen. After you give them a good spanking, they'll hug you. Mama, mama, I know, I know I was wrong. 
I'm sorry, and you feel it. Mm -hmm. And go out, and that child is a different child in that area. Not going to say they're not going to get no more whippings. <laughs> Amen. Lord, help us. We're trying to show that God loves us and that he wants to give us what we need, the strength and the grace that is ours through Christ. No chastening seems joyous at the time, but afterward. It's not joyous for you to have to take that rod and give them a real good, Brother Gordon used to say, Holy Ghost whipping. He said, look like the Holy Ghost would never say stop when his daddy was whipping him. Give him a Holy Ghost whipping. But amen, when God gives us that, some of us have been to the woodshed. Some of us remember when God got us so good, it was hard for us to sit down. Every time we thought, oh God, I'm sorry. Oh God, I'm sorry. But you know what? It profited us because, amen, we obeyed it. Let's close, amen, much more, but we'll close out with this. The virtue of waiting on God for the grace and the strength that we need. We know the familiar scripture in Isaiah 40, how if we wait on God, we'll mount up with rings as eagles, run and not be weary, and walk and not faint. In 1 Kings 18, we want to show how the man of God waited on his face before God. And in waiting on his face before God, God gave him supernatural strength. And that's what we're talking about. Amen. The strength that God gives us as we wait upon him. In closing, 1 Kings 18th chapter, I believe it is. And uh, if you'll begin reading at about verse 41. And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. Now we know Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we. For chastening on King Ahab, God allowed about three and a half years no rain. And then at the appropriate time, God allowed rain. And so here Elijah was waiting for God to send the rain. And I think this was the one where he had his face between his knees and he was crying out to God, asking God to do something to send this rain. But every time he sent the man to look, he said, ain't nothing coming. Ain't rain, ain't finna rain yet. Amen. But he was persistent. You want the grace and the strength that you need, you got to show God. You really mean business. Amen. So we find here, uh, where were you at verse 41? 41. Okay, read it. And Elijah said unto Ahab, get thee up, eat okay. and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. All right now, but he had to go seven times. He had to continually go with an expectation that God was going to do something for him. Amen. God will keep us dependent. God will keep us sometime feeling, Lord, when's the breakthrough coming? But it's on the way. If you're here and you're not saved this afternoon, amen, you can do it through Christ that strengtheneth you. Don't look at your past failures. Don't look at what the devil's bringing to your mind. If you, sh if you let God know, Lord, I am not going to try this time in my own strength. I'm going to go at this altar come by faith asking God to forgive me and I'm going to follow that pattern all the way through my salvation. I'm going to take it one step at a time, one day at a time. And I guarantee you, you can live it. You can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. Wait down on your face before God. Amen. So then he put his face between his knees, the 42nd verse says. Ahab went up to eat and to drink. And Elijah went up to the top of Carmel. And he cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees. He was in contrition. 
He was, amen, in, in, in an expecting position before God. Lord, I need something. Right. Amen. It wasn't just for God to answer for Elijah. Look at the other people that would glorify God. Uh, what was it, three and a half years? That's a long time, no rain. I remember that year, Florida needed rain. And we were going home, my, the sister that came with me, we went home, coming home from camp meeting, I said, that saints, God, answer prayer. God sent such rain. We can touch God on his throne. Amen. Amen. We can, we can uh, get a hold of God for our land and nation. Because they can't get no prayer through. Got sin in their life. And said to his servant, go up now. Look toward the sea. And he went up, verse 43. And looked and said, there is nothing. And he said, go again seven times. The devil say, you're praying, it's nothing. You're waiting, it's nothing. Amen. You brought the request before the church. You look like you're sicker than you were before. Amen. Don't you know many times things will get worse before they get better? He said, look, I don't want to hear you talking about ain't no rain. You go back another time. And then, amen, if that's your second time, go back five more times. Because mm -hmm. I'm expecting God to do something. Read it. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. And he said, Go up and say unto Ahab, Prepare thy chariot and get thee down that the rain stop thee not. Go tell old wicked king Ahab, he better hurry up getting his chariot and get home because it's fitting to rain. It's getting ready to rain. Amen. Sometimes we're praying and we're praying and we're praying. But by and by, God through our faith. See, he will do for us exceedingly abundantly above all we ask to think according to the faith that worketh in us. So human instrumentality, amen, trusting in God. Amen. I see a cloud. It's about the size of a man's hand. Tell Ahab, hurry up home because it's going to rain. Now, Ahab, I want us to listen, the virtue of waiting. Ahab was in his chariot. Amen. The other fellow was running. I guarantee you the strength of God caused that man on feet, on his feet, to get there before the chariot. Your waiting is not in vain. Your plan is not in vain. Whatever we do is not in vain in the Lord. All right, read on, Sister Cynthia. And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind. And there was a great rain, and Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah, and he girdled up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance. Amen. The Lord is our strength and our song. He is become our salvation. God bless you. As a song. Come. message. Excellent message this morning. Amen. A lot of truth in that message this morning. We don't have to re-preach anything Sister Allen had to say, but she had a lot to say and a lot of truth to say. We're not living in a desert condition. We're not living in a desert condition. And uh, one thing she said something about, and it's very, very important. A lot of times, the reason children holler right before they get it 
is they don't want to go through the pain of it. They don't want to go through the pain. I won't do it. I won't. Stop. Stop. And you think somebody had killed them. Nobody touched them yet. No, no, no. I won't do it again. If you'll just let me go this time, I won't do it again. They know they're going to go through some pain. Now there's a lesson in that for us. There usually is pain before we get victory over some things. Okay. Some things you're going to have to go through and you don't want to go through. And there's pain associated with it. Most of the time, I don't know how it is in other congregations, I can tell you how it is in some. Most of the time, when people come to the altar seeking God, they bring problems, and you expect that. And many, many other times, they bring financial problems with them. And there's some pain associated with getting those kind of problems straightened out. There's pain with it. So you just have to uh, suffer through the pain, but there's victory uh, if you're willing to do a little suffering. And what, uh, what happens a lot of times, people get to changing and they uh, want really get it justified in their mind that this is almost a need and really it's just a a want. Now God will supply our needs and I believe this, God will supply many of our wants. But God will supply our needs but we have to be careful that we don't change a want in, 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 in where it's really a need. Because we can get ourselves in trouble that way. And you take, you take a zebra. See you, uh, uh, when a lion goes after a, a herd of zebras, he don't go get on the whole herd. He picks out the one that's kind of sick. He picks out the one that's sick. And he's going to jump on him. Because that's a dead target for him. Now, so we've heard a good message. And then she asked, does anyone want to be saved this morning? Does anyone want to be saved? I know you not saved this morning, you are totally missing the best life that you could ever imagine. It is the best life. There's no substitute for it. There's nothing that you can do to take away uh, to replace the peace in your soul that salvation will bring. There's nothing that will replace that. So you consider the message as we sing. Page 332. Page 332. When we walk with the
thoughts are not God's thoughts, neither his ways, our ways all the time. Amen. You hadn't planned to get saved, not this service. I want to be saved, but I hadn't planned to get saved today. But when God puts the finger on you and lets you know that he's dealing with you, that's the time. There is never going to be a convenient time for you to break loose from sin. The more we try, amen, to set the time we want to get saved, the more the devil will tangle us up, tie us up, amen, get us deeper and deeper in sin. How many times we've seen people being dealt with by the Spirit of God, the ministry has pleaded with them, and they went away unsaved. And you know what happened? They got bound. They got deeper in because the devil don't want people to break loose. I do believe there's possibly several people this morning that need to be saved. Amen. And God has favored you to speak to you now. That's his time. Today. This is his day for you to get saved. It'll be so much easier for you to come in God's time than to wait to try to do it in your time. There are going to be a lot of people seeking to enter in and are not going to be able it's so much easier while the saints are here. you got someone to help pray you through. Amen. You're in a spiritual delivery room this morning. Amen. And the church can travail and they can pray. And you meet the conditions. I guarantee you, if you'll meet the conditions, the work will be done. We will be less than the church of God if people come in our midst really wanting salvation, really willing to pay the price. And they go away unsaved. If you want to pay the price, that's the issue. That's where people are stumbling. They're not willing to pay the price. I said here recently, saints' children, they say, I, I, pray for me, I get a mind to be saved. You don't need no mind to be saved. You know you should be saved. You need to ask God, Lord, help me to be willing to do what it takes to get saved. Saints' children know perfectly what they ought to do. Why don't you come? Why don't you come? Amen. It's not by happenstance that you were here at this camp meeting. It was not by happenstance that you are in this altar call. But God is drawing you. Young people, young people's lives are getting tangled up. Tied up. To the extent that, amen, they're going to die before their time. How many young people funerals have we had to attend? There was just a young lady there in Montgomery. Amen. She was known to be disobedient. She was in a suburb from Montgomery, and she met a terrible death. Amen. I believe, well, they had to use one of the big churches in Montgomery for this girl. Rebellious. Rather do it her way than where her mother instructed her to do. Met an untimely death, a terrible death. I believe they said she got killed by a tractor trailer. Amen. We were in Mississippi in Sister Jones's just recently. And someone took a young man and just threw him down the steps. Threw him. The young man is paralyzed now. 
Amen. There'll be some young people that at an early age will be trying to decide whether or not they want to keep their baby or abort it. We just dealt with a young lady. I believe she probably was no more than 15 or 16. All that we tried to do in that office to persuade her not to have the abortion, she had her mind made up. Amen. All we could tell them, all, several staff members talked to her. I counseled her. Mother was there. What are you doing when your children get in distress? Are you going to take them down to the clinic? The courts sent this girl to us because she was uh, too young and, and had to have parental uh, permission and they enforced let her go down to the counseling center first before she make that decision. All that we could do, a woman that had had an abortion, talked to her. They talked to mother. They talked to grandmom. They talked to the boyfriend. We suggested adoption through all that. It's like, hurry up and get it over with. I'm going to the clinic. She might have felt she won a victory that day, but we, we all began to say, by and by, that's going to come down on that girl. If you sin with the knowledge and sin willfully, and presume that God's just going to keep on forgiving you. You're deceived. There's going to come a time, amen, God's going to say, look, I'm not going to forgive you. You're sinning willfully. You're trampling, trampling the blood of Jesus Christ under your feet. When the Spirit of God is dealing with you, you're doing despite, pushing back the Spirit of God. There's somebody out there, no doubt, this afternoon, you're fighting the Holy Ghost. Something else is more attractive right now. you got a conversation going on. Amen. You're thinking about what's for lunch and all that. All right. Amen. And the Holy Ghost is saying, come and come now. While the ministry is here, the saints are here. Amen. We can pray with you and for you. But you have to ultimately make the decision. Young people, our heart go out to you because we don't want to see scars on your life. There are people walking around with sexually transmitted diseases. They'll have to live with the rest of their life. If they had gotten saved just a little sooner, they could have avoided that. Amen. Scars. Regrets. You could be sweetly saved, forgiven, but you'll have to live with some scars. You'll have to live with some regrets. And there are some, we tell the saints' children many times, God might have to sacrifice somebody to get your attention. Stretched out. They, amen, come and get saved at your funeral. So won't you come? Amen. amen. If, if God's been dealing with you in any way, we're not trying to force you. But if you feel you need some spiritual counsel and you need some help, amen, the ministry can better know how to bear a burden about what you're going through. Won't you come? I believe God is dealing with someone this afternoon as we perhaps sing another verse. Not a shadow can rise. Not a cloud in the skies, but his smile quickly drives it away. Not a doubt or a fear, not a sign or a tear can abide while we trust and